0: As mentioned last week, today we have a guest from Weethear, a startup focusing on helping brands and retailers build customer loyalty. Kareem is one of the founders and is here to talk about shopper loyalty, how this benefits brands and retailers, and how Weethear is helping companies approach this in a different way than they have previously. Kareem, it is a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Customer loyalty has been top of mind for many retailers and brands in the last month especially brands, with shoppers switching from buying branded products to private label products during these difficult times. I'm sure they'd love to learn about WeChia and what you do. Perhaps a brief introduction of you and WeChia to kick things off?
1: Sure. Thanks a lot for having me here today, Vina. It's a really a pleasure. Um, quick intro about myself. So I'm Karim. I'm actually Lebanese from origin, but almost like global Globetrotter, as we say, or digital nomad, i been living a bit uh, every part of the world. Um, I look, I am co- I had my career starting from corporate side, actually. So I had almost 12 years working for Nestle uh, in the marketing and sales department. And right. you know, throughout such a career in, in Nestle, one of the biggest pain point I had seen was as a manufacturer, as a brand owner, I had no way to connect with my end consumers. So I used to make this amazing Nescafe, but I sold it to supermarkets. And yeah. I would never know if Vina ever tried a Nescafe or not. So why is it, you know, and, and this is a very big problem because if you're spending, you know, quite a significant amount of money from your PNL on, on marketing, how can you check the performance? How can you know if it's actually working or not? And at the end of the day, we are all about, you know, retaining our consumers on the longer term. Uh, journey possible but we didn't even acquire them, acquire them from the first so that, that's, that was one of the pain points that I had throughout my career that, that really kind of struck into me said like how can you know digital brands they do it you know if you're buying an online cinema ticket you can do it you can track people online till, till they actually buy this digital product but the physical yeah. world was a complete disconnect you could never yeah. do it yeah. so uh, that's how year was born you know we said I have this kind of obsession to crack and and we, we launched we cheer with this uh, with this in mind finding technology and, and building a product actually not, not mm-hmm. only about technology that could basically resolve this challenge for the brands and 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 we're very excited to say we've done it we're doing it and we keep on improving on it it's been we is almost uh, celebrating a bit more than five years the mm-hmm. uh, it was an exciting journey and the most exciting part of it is actually seeing that we're a- that sorry, that I'm able to resolve this problem today for those brands throughout our application. So Got yeah, just quick intro about us.
0: Well, congratulations on on passing the five year mark. Um, and <laughs> just so you know, I am a Nescafe drinker. I do like my morning coffee and usually it's Nescafe. Um
1: by the way this but is not you, sponsored by Nescafe, cafe you know this is not sponsored <laughs> by Nescafe. You know? <laughs>
0: exactly yeah this is yeah we don't do sponsorships anywhere so exactly. <laughs> yeah um so coming back to tracking um customer loyalty and and um and solving that problem how exactly do you do that
1: okay so the challenge in the offline world you know when you know when the when vina is going to per when you're going to purchase yeah. your copy it's not it's not yeah. happening on channels that are owned by anyone so i mean yeah. it's owned by the retailer so yes. we needed so we needed to find technology to capture that transaction moment that's happening in an offline world we have mm-hmm. several technologies uh, the basic and the one of the most renowned one is uh, ocr receipt scanning and yep. uh, basically this helps us to uh, take a picture or digitize any paper digital receipt to read every items on this receipt and allocate this transaction to a person so this is one of our technology we use dynamic qr codes those are special qr codes printed inside packaging so when Vina, you know your person your favorite basically beer you crack open your beer this special qr code under this beer that can be scanned So this is our second pillar of technology. And the third one, (coughs) sorry for that, uh, is uh, IoT. we have uh, an IoT division, uh, which is actually a very cool product. It's a smart beer opener that can allow basically brand or consumers to recognize any bottle they've opened. So the moment you open the bottle, the device is smart enough to know what brand was opened by who. And basically, in the same spirit, uh, incentivize, reward the consumer who just opened uh, that brand. So those are the three pillars of technology that we use to capture, to know where the transaction happened. And the rest, it happens on the WeCheer web app that any consumer can join, any brand mm-hmm. connect to that consumer and basically recommend to him a special program, especially promotion for him to basically follow his uh, favorite brand.
0: Got it. Got it. So You'd mention, I think you'd mentioned that the name WeCheer was born because you initially launched the the bottle opener versions exactly. that could scan the exactly. QR code as well, isn't it?
1: Correct, correct. So the whole, the, the cheering, I mean, WeCheer started, I mean, we, it's a positive name. We like it because it's all about cheering, good stuff. Yes. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the start of WeCheer started actually with a focus on the beverage, more specifically the beer industry with our smart beer opener, which is yeah. the WeCheer smart opener. And, yeah. uh, and that's yeah, how, how we, want, we wanted to make every cheer count. you know that was the whole idea of it. Make every cheer count, and uh, that's, that's how the whole journey started. And from there, I would say we expanded across with the new technologies that allowed us to really scale further, because beyond the hardware and to grow you know category agnostic, I want to say almost any brand you can think of that you find in the supermarket, it is a. Yeah. Uh, customer for which you are a potential person we can support uh from Witcher.
0: got it so great and in terms of um so you said uh, that on the customer loyalty app yeah. um people get suggestions and recommendations from rats now i'm assuming that is a um that is separate to what happens with the scanning of the on-shelf QR code and that sort of thing. So if you can take me through a customer journey. A journey.
1: Exactly. Let me take you through yeah. a journey. It's very delicate.
0: Or rather In- a shopper journey.
1: The shopper journey. Correct. The shopper yes. journey. We, we even call it the fans journey because it's about the oh, really? yeah. journey. We, we want to be yeah. emotional about there, yeah. But whatever it is, the idea is why I'm using the word fans and, and, and it's even because spe- we do not actually advertise to you anything. We do not over advertise. It's an up in mm-hmm. program. Basically, yeah. you, you know, uh, Kareem walked into the supermarket. He yeah. found his favorite, uh, you know, cereal brand, and they had a QR code saying, scan, scan that QR code and become a Cheerio. Get your ch- uh, Cheerios or uh, whatever, Frosties, basically card. When yeah. you scan that QR code, it will take you into the WeChir app and mm-hmm. up in directly into the Kellogg's loyalty card so right now kareem is a fan of kellogg's and he'll only get information from kellogg's and special deals just from kellogg's it's a bit like when you go to buy your favorite coffee you know like this you always join yeah. they give you like a like a punch card you know and you get 10 coffees get one free your relationship yeah. is not with every coffee brand it's just with that single chain and that's it's in yeah. this spirit of the features done so as a journey you you go uh, you scan the qr code you got the card to validate the purchase, how can we validate that you actually made the purchase at that moment? Basically, within your digital card that's on the your app, it will tell mm-hmm. you please upload your receipt. If there was one Frosty's purchase, it'll give you one stamp. If there were two, two stamps, X Y Z, until you get your basically your reward or un- until you unlock your your second. One. And and that's it. You have your Frosty's cards now in a you know a bit a few weeks later you know you, you, you go back to that nescafe story you like nescafe yeah. there was another promotion on the shelf from nescafe you can collect the nescafe card uh you know your l'oreal shampoo card everything x y z and then each what's very important is even though in a certain country we might have 10 20 different uh, advertisers we do not cross advertise you opt in to your favorite brand. You are, you're yep. the fan of that brand. We will not force you or show you any other information to kind of basically, not kind of, to basically protect your privacy and not to over-advertise or annoy you with any kind of noise on the site.
0: Yeah, so you, you retain more people on the platform by doing that as well. That,
1: and that's because in the end of the day, that's our core, you know, our core. And that's what we what we believe is the long-term retention. And I think... Yeah. The word loyalty, maybe it is also a bit of an over uh, it's an overestimate. What we really do is, is retention because anyone, yeah. we're not going to stick to just one brand. It's normal to do a bit of switching, but we want to make sure that you stay as long as possible following that brand that you really like.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people experiment, but they come back to that one brand that they like because exactly,
1: exactly. they
0: found that experimenting sometimes doesn't work. Sometimes it's...
1: And, and, it's, and, and, it's I mean, it, that's 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 the beauty of you know that's the beauty of yeah. data based on transaction you will know when this yeah. person starts experimenting because you'll see on their receipt that suddenly you know they're having witabix and they're having basically frosted See, so, okay yeah. the experiment you'll understand their, their flavor behavior their their interest you'll, you'll gain a lot of insights and you'll be able to with this information try to keep retaining them to the longest period possible
0: uh that's period. an interesting one so So does that mean that if you have one of your regular shoppers who's been scanning the receipt and you see them buying this, let's say, on a monthly basis or once in two months regularly, this person suddenly has bought something else and has scanned a receipt, then can you flag to the the brand that they've bought a competitor um, this month versus their product? You do? Okay.
1: To be more precise, we, as a brand, when, when, they, when, when a consumer is scanning the receipt, as a brand, yeah. you'll be able to understand the whole shopping basket, okay? okay? So as long as there's at least one, like as long as they join, uh, again, as long as they join your program and this receipt was scanned as part of the Kellogg's program, Kellogg's will be able yeah. to get the whole shopping basket, which includes competition. And this was interesting. There's a lot of switching. There's a lot of dual users or handling yeah. the dual brands. And then that's yeah. when we if this receipt was scanned from another, uh, you know, from another program, this data will not be shared with Telus. So, as anything shared from you within your program, all this data is shared. And yes, they will understand basically the duality of handling different brands and yeah. how, how these can uh, shape up together.
0: Great! That sounds really interesting because I'm sure right now with a lot of <clears throat> sorry consumers and, and shoppers switching brands. Uh, moving to discounters, trading down to um, yeah. better value um, from a price perspective, anyway, um, SKUs and brands, customers or shoppers um, are switching a lot and and trading down a lot. So, is do you provide these insights to brands as well
1: or? We, we we basically what we try to do we help brands find solution in such situations i think yeah right, like we, we're going even in a recession moment a bit globally What i mean it is happening yeah yeah.
0: yeah
1: so the consumers the, the, i'm always refraining from using the word choppers because they for us they're more than choppers they're, 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 they're oh consumers. yes you're, they're, you're they're totally consumers. right
0: they are consumers for you yeah
1: they're consumers for right. us I mean, we'll, yeah. i'll comment one word on it a bit yeah. later. but just to say yes we, we are helping brands find tools to help those basically to be able to to retain the consumers in this such market environment. And and the insights that we give them is we basically, you know, like what's important for a brand is, and and this is why it changed a bit from the shopper, is that we don't, you as a fan of uh, Frosties, you don't need to get Frosties always from Walmart. You yeah. can shop Frosties on Amazon, on Walmart, on your 7-Eleven, yeah. on Carrefour, yeah. anywhere you want. Yeah. That, and yeah. that's, what, that's, the, that's kind of the, I don't want to say the power, but that's the leverage of the brand. So you are channel agnostic. You're available, distributed everywhere. So yeah. we're helping them leverage this behavior basically to maximize the user retention. So instead of just saying, you know, I'm, I'm targeting my shoppers in modern trade. No, you're tar- you're targeting your Frostiest fans and let them go buy their Frosty's product wherever is convenient for them. Uh, and with that, I would say the type of programs we're doing increases. This this is one of the other keys that helps to increase retention. It's like you're able to do that purchase anywhere you wish or at any point of sale you would like.
0: Wow, that's that's really. Interesting. And and I see why you're focusing on consumers rather than shoppers. Um, Quick question on on that particular aspect. So um, how would you deal with products that are sold to, um, let's say, not sold to opt? Products that are used by kids or by someone who other than the main person who buys them—how does that work on the we, app?
1: We, we for, first of all, you cannot join cheer below eighteen. So WeChat. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. No, yeah. that,
1: that, that is that is for sure. So, like, if if it is a a, a, a kids product, we it should be targeting them mom. So there's, yeah. for example, you know, one of the most famous brands uh, for chocolate mm-hmm. drinks. There's Milo and Nesquik. So these are, are perfect yes. examples. And I would say in this case is the idea and, and the, the way the brand, like when we work with the brand, the, the type of the schemes when you know we're talking like by 10-1, get free, get the, the design of the schemes are designed to be still within the, I wanna say, not beyond mm-hmm. just the legal, but also the, the position of how the brand would like to target. So there's a yeah. lot of, you know, we, we are very careful not to basically push for overconsumption. Or, or the types of rewards we'll do are there to guarantee a certain healthy lifestyle for the kids. So, you know, uh, you know, you could like for every 10 purchases, you get a membership to a gym or you can, you know, promote any other, I would say, brand experience that the brand yeah. is trying to deliver. And that's that's basically yeah. what we try to do. But in general, yes, we we, we do not really target any, I want to say kids' product or 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 uh, yeah, any product designed for kids, even if it's the mom purchasing it, we try to yeah. keep it simple and, and avoid the school category for now.
0: Got it. Understood. And that sounds really interesting, the fact that the point was interesting that you made around not trying to sell too much, but just retaining that exactly. customer on there. It's, it's it's that-
1: exactly. It's not about like, oh, overbuy, overbuy. No stay with us, you know, stay with us as long we we keep that relation with the brand as long as possible. Let's yeah, it.
0: because that's the sort of strategy that pays off in the long term. In the short right. term, if you push someone to buy a lot, they probably will. But then you, you will probably see them taper off in sales after a certain point, right. or they won't buy this product for a while. And then you lose right. that data about how they are using it for, right. let's say, six months, because they're just sitting on too much stock.
1: Correct, correct, and usually it's the wrong person—a person who overstocks. You don't want to end up getting the promotion, like we call them promotion hunters, or like they have different names in different markets. They—I would say—they have, like, they are—they're—they're they're not loyalty brand. You know, they are not the ones who are buying a product for your brand. They just got a good offer. They're just going in and buying, overstocking, going and 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 like I said, it's a one-off. It's actually they, we are trying to deter those people, and the way the programs are designed are really for someone who's consuming it in a regular way, I would say, but for the longest period possible or the longest time possible.
0: Got it. That's, that's interesting because you're totally right. The ones who shop on promotions and will only do that will yeah. be looking for the next uh, bargains Like, like in, in different places. They will shop around. They will try different retailers. They will try different brands. And it's all about if it's on sale or not versus... Correct. This, is this the right product for me?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Great. That sounds really interesting. And in terms of um, what the brand gets from this, what's the sort of um, benefit or advantage to you? So yes, that is, you do retain customers, but are there any metrics that you can share around this aspect in general from what you've seen so far?
1: I I would just mention first from a From a brand, what, what are we giving the brands? We're giving yeah. them for the first time for a, for a brand like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or something. We're giving them a genuine calculation on their cost of acquisition. So it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. We we're bringing this, the, the same mindset, all of us startups or digital products. We think, what's the cat? What's my cost of acquisition? And what's my LTV? Yeah. Yeah. Two metrics, for me, this is what gets us the most excited. We're able to explain those metrics in a very tangible way to those brands. So we, I can tell them, like, what is Vina's LTV Tunis Cafe? What was the CAC for Vina Tunis? And then this concept of ROI, it becomes much more realistic. If an LTV is of that consumer or that group of consumers for you know, X thousands of dollars, then when you're giving the reward, when you're measuring your CAC, you see, is it worth it to invest more on my CAC or less? So that concept, this concept of LTV and CAC, it never existed. So we're already teaching them yes. or we're helping them to, to measure it in an offline world. Now the actual numbers, yes, we've been delivering fantastic results for most of our clients. And, and, and for me, the the I'll say the marker or the, uh, the the reason of our success, how you can see it, is we've been re-signing up the same client for now for more than two years. So so they've wow. been going with us. And that's for me yeah. the, the best marker of success uh Other than that, I mean, without giving too much numbers yes we we are our retention numbers are above fifty percent for our users. our conversion rates are also in the in the in the uh, above i would say in that also order of magnitude, so we deliver very good quality food in terms of conversions, getting users to join from the first time and retaining them on the long on the longest term possible but it, it's not only about having great numbers. It's actually about having the numbers, measuring it. A lot of our yep. programs failed. A lot of the schemes failed. But, but the brand knew about the failure within 24 hours, within one week. And it didn't cost them to reprint all marketing materials and re-list yeah. the product. No, it was yeah. two clicks, change the scheme. Now, instead of getting 20 points, you're getting 15 points. And that was it. It was two clicks, and we adjusted it. Yeah. It's yeah. not I mean, I'm not saying I'll always deliver great results. Impossible because we it's the opposite. Is you need to test, learn, and improve. Test, learn and improve. Yeah. On yeah. average, the best brands they work with us, they will rerun the pro like they'll adjust the program at least at least one and a half times per month. So like one or or like on average the one to one point five times per month, they're adjusting the program. So every two weeks, the small tweak. And and that's that's how you can guarantee it. Uh, I would say, and how that's how we can guarantee that positive ROI, I would say, in the end for
0: the brands. Yeah, so that's really interesting because that sort of brings these brands and agility and that that quickness to react that they didn't have before because they were, like Correct. you said, printing out marketing materials, working with changing on shelf prices Correct. and and Correct. promotions and here now it's just on an app so they can, if it's not working, they go in and change it 100%. and that's it. It's done.
1: Veena, I mean, I I know you had also your Past career in, in FMCG or in the CPG industry. Yeah, yeah Just yeah. listing the item. If you want to list it in the supermarket, whichever is the retailer, yeah, it takes you. Yeah. It takes you a few weeks just to get it listed there. The promotion. Forget. Yes, no
0: yeah.
1: We're not talking about yeah. listing anymore. You 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 have your beverage there. You have your soda yeah. beverage there. It can be purchased. You don't need to list any new promotion. And that's these all of these things facilitate basically uh, such program yeah. uh, for the brand.
0: Yeah, and it's really interesting with this because. What you see when you see an uplift is a genuine increase in people who are buying this for the first time, rather than people who are just saying, wow, this is on sale. Let me go and stock up 50 boxes of this product. Exactly. exactly,
1: exactly. And mess up my supply chain. And mess up the whole thing. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No, no. Exactly. That's, wow. And uh, which markets are you in at the moment?
1: Look, Currently, we're—I uh, am—I'm I, I'm losing count slowly, but we are uh, thankfully. I think we're in almost six countries. We're in Asia. We're in uh, Vietnam, launching soon in Malaysia and Singapore. Uh, then in the Middle East, we're in UAE, KSA, launching very soon also in Iraq. Uh, mm-hmm. In Europe, we're in Switzerland and Italy, and in LATAM or let's say in the Americas. Currently, we're in Brazil yep. and Mexico. Yep. I lost count, but we're in almost like six, seven countries, <laughs> and and uh, and we're always excited to add a new. I mean, that's the nice thing about our app. It's deployed globally. So literally, yeah. I mean, we have for next year we have some very exciting new countries coming up. We have Pakistan, we're hoping Japan is gonna be coming also. So anywhere the brand would like to launch our our products available basically we can deploy it at any country in the whole world.
0: Great. And they don't there is no need to have like specific technology or a specific Mm-hmm. um a way of doing things that's needed it's the scandalous some adaptation
1: yeah like for example that. for the receipt our our i would say our engine is almost able to handle any alphabet now mm-hmm. of course we need some fine tuning when we go like for example we you know we're, there's discussion about korea and japan yeah, we can yeah. handle it but yeah, we need to do yeah. some fine tuning so there will be some fine tuning yeah. for new alphabets to to that will yeah. be required but yes. it's it's not i would say yeah, we, we, we're talking weeks and weeks times, basically, we, we'd be ready to launch in certain market uh, that has like some major differences. So as long as the alphabet's the same, we're okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these are some minor things to, to, to be taken into consideration before a new launch. Wow.
0: Okay. That's, yeah, that's the sort of speed that most of these companies haven't seen before, because...
1: Well, I, exactly. I mean, already, <laughs> I mean, that's already too fast. It's, I tell you, most of the time, we would finish everything and we're waiting for them. So it's more yes, of a... Yeah. But, yeah. but look, it's a journey that we're taking together. And it's a way of thinking uh, that I think everyone needs, needs to evolve. It is a must to be quick, to be reactive. Uh, and, and that's the reality of today's world. We, you, know, you cannot be sit, sitting back and, and waiting for things... To happen on you you need to be making things happen forward and that's that's i think is going to be a change of mindset for all uh all those brands moving forward
0: oh yeah i absolutely agree because and and especially with the times now with uh with inflation coming up and Correct. and people Correct. are saying a recession is is on the cards as well it's going to be tough for people for a while and
1: uh,
0: 100%. behaviors are going to change people are going to t- tighten up their spending um 100%. possibly look but at switching by, brands yeah and
1: and they're gonna be switching and and you yeah. know i i see i'm a bit more optimistic in a sense i i think there'll be change of behavior so yes. the yeah I, I think there will be a room of there's always even in, even in recession there's growth anything happens like yeah, so yeah. the greatest yeah. product were launched during recession funny yes. enough most loyalty programs like the first paper coupon started in the first recession i think in the 1900s you know and then the uh, the airline mass came in the 80s after the recession. So every recession actually is funny. There, there's kind yeah. of a membership program that, that goes out. Yeah. Of it. because, yeah. You know, uh, for, for me, this, but what's different in this recession, it's, we need to be very granular because it's still a bit crazy. You see things going down, but things are going up. So you, you cannot just, uh, you know, let's say, go for a blanket strategy. Yeah, recession everywhere. No, there, there, things are, are changing. Some things are going down. Some things are going up. So you need to be very agile and mm-hmm. you need to be quick because yeah. we're in recession and in two months we might be out of recession quickly and then something else can happen. So the agility right now is extremely important. Instead of yeah. just saying we're in recession, you need to be agile and you need to read the room very in detail. It's not anymore about the, the, you know, the ballpark picture. No, now it's about actually finding the ins and the outs and the details of everything because this is where the opportunity are right now. This is where the opportunity yeah. Growth
0: is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And right now, if you retain your consumers,
1: to your Honestly, point. That's where, that's you, where you know, sail, yeah. sail Sail through the wind or sail through the storm by, you know, having uh, having a bit of protected consumers uh, to be able to cross this, this I would say, uncertainty and, yeah. and help them support your consumers in a direct way during the period.
0: Yeah, and there's some interesting uh, behaviors that we've seen with consumers who... Who are helped by brands that way? So what right. we found is that brands that help consumers through periods of what we call almost crisis, yes, consumers yes, yes. are more than um, it, grateful. It's just They're
1: like yeah, it's, it's, it becomes, it's, this is where you build emotional ties, no, for sure.
0: Exactly, exactly. And <clears throat> the the loyalty from them is almost disproportionate to loyalty exactly. from the others. So it's it's a very different way of behavior they have after that.
1: I think it 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 this way it brings back the word from shopper to fan or to, to consumer is we're humans and then and and, and and when you show careness or when you show someone like you genuinely care or, or you're treating yeah. them a bit special. Everyone wants to feel a bit yeah. special. If you yes. feel you've been treated a bit special by that brand or you've been given some advantages, reward I don't know, whatever is the thing that no one it's not about everyone can get it. No, it's, I'm getting it and I'm being treated special uh the emotional loyalty or the brand advocacy here will will jump or will, like you said quite significantly
0: yeah and i it, it always makes me feel and think that um when we had previous generations who are so loyal to brands especially Correct. those coming out of um the sort of great depression times or yes. early um 1900s or even later 1900s when there were periods that didn't go that well um, it almost makes me feel as if the reason why they were so loyal to brands was because of this fact that some mm-hmm. of these brands would have been really good to them and they just prefer to stick with those brands all through their lifetime mm-hmm. and it would be an interesting test to see if that happens with um, our generations and, and future generations as well
1: look i think that's that's the interesting exercise and i think the most important thing and why there was a gap as long as the brands don't abuse that, that, that yes. trust or, and, they, yeah. and that's why they, they, things changed. You know, there was a bit yeah. of an abuse yeah. of this trust. And I think yeah. by, by rehaving really yeah. a bit of a healthier relationship and, and listening to each other, like the brands listening to their fans and the fans, like going back to the brands and trusting them. I think this is how yeah. we can rebuild this, such a trust. And, and, and it's about taking it step by step. And that's the idea of what we're, what we're trying to do is like giving them a chance to make the first step in. And then it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a long-term journey.
0: Great. Sounds good. So Kareem, thanks so much for uh, for being on the show. It was a pleasure to speak with you.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Veena. It's always an amazing journey, always amazing chatting with you. And uh thanks again for having me.
0: If you have any questions or comments about WeCHA, contact Kareem on Kareem at wechia.io. That is K-A-R-I-M at W-E-C-H-E-E-R.io or you can go to their website, www.wecheer.io If you have any questions or comments about customer loyalty programs in FMCG and in retail, leave a comment here if you are watching on YouTube and we'll get back to you. If you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, email me on vena at salespeed.co with any questions. Thank you for listening.